Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. With four great locations, Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. Welcome to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. This is Saturdays in the Gong, live to you from the wet and wild Wollongong Golf Club. I'm Tim Barrow, the Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor. I'm here with Illawarra Hawks great Matt Campbell. Good morning to you. Oh, morning, morning everybody. Yes, it is a drizzly, doomy, gloomy looking morning here at the Wollongong Golf Club. No golfers on the course at all. Golf Pro checking to see whether there's going to be any play. So it's not a great start to the day No, here. it's certainly not, mate. It was a bit of a wild uh, drive-in from Shell Harbour this morning. There's mm. plenty of rain around. It just won't go away. The NRL, we uh, well had three big games Phenomenal. last night. Uh, and Thursday night, sorry. The Storm kicked it off with a 15-14 win over the Rabbitohs. That was in Craig Bellamy's... 500th NRL game as coach and the phenomenal record of 13 prelim finals or better yeah. in 16 seasons That's, in charge. It's an unbelievable stat. So he's just, just find a way to win. Um, even when the when the odds are stacked against him, I actually thought the Rabbitohs were going to roll over him early in that game, but um, geez, they, they were... They were methodical, uh, typical Melbourne Storm. Yeah, and we just we talk about how clubs need to rebuild sometimes mm. and how they change their roster over it. It doesn't matter what Melbourne Storm do. They're just consistently up there. Yeah, it? and it's got, to go, it's got to come down to the coach. So 500 games for him, fantastic win. Um, yeah, they're, they're looking as strong as ever and they'll be there in finals. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the Roosters, 26, defeated Manly, 12. Manly in a bit of early trouble there, Matt. They're 0-2 and not looking particularly convincing. That was extreme disappointing for me. I thought obviously Penrith last week were outstanding against them and I, I gave them a bit of a free swing for that one but um, yeah. I thought they'd bounce back and be competitive in this game but ultimately they were overrun by a, a what looked to be a better team in every position so yeah and, and the, the draw doesn't look any easier for the Seagulls so yeah I reckon they're in trouble. Absolutely. I actually tipped them for the comp, so I think I've put the, the mock mm. on them. I thought this might be Trebojevic's uh, real Jared Hayne year, where yeah. he just, just dominates the competition. But they've uh, struggled to fire a shot so far. And the big one last night, too, the Panthers, 20. The Dragons, gee, they went horribly close, 20 to 16. Yeah, look, I, you know, encouraging signs if you're Dragons fans, which, which I am. Um, yeah, I thought they were outstanding. I thought they, their, their ability to be able to be in the game, even though they had two sin bins and, you know, those points piled on in that space and didn't give up. And, yeah, this really encouraging signs as a fan of the Dragons. So, um, but, yeah, obviously Penrith just keep rolling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the interesting part there, Jaden Sewell was obviously sin bin for that shot with o O'Sullivan there. And that try came mm. through where he that channel where he would have been defending a controversial one. I mean, obviously you've got to protect the ball carrier and or the kicker. That's the the rules and the interpretation at the moment. It was a little bit late, but it wasn't high and it wasn't too late. Yeah, look, I I think when when you're attacking the line like that, you've got to expect to get hit. Like you know, if you if you're kicking the ball, um, um, you normally got space. The guys are running hard at you. Or if you're throwing the ball early uh, in the bit, but if you're going to uh, come up to the line, you've got to expect to get tackled. So yeah, I thought um, very harsh. I think it was a wrong decision, and I think it'll be reviewed pretty hard. Yeah, and I mean now you, you've got the Dragons had 
12 men for 20 mm. minutes of the game because Zach Lomax was also off there in that second half. So, you know, if you're looking at a glass half full, I think the Dragons would be very encouraged just by the way they finished off the game as well. That, that it wasn't uh, put away. They, they really kept going to the end. Yeah, look, I think it was unfair. Um, unfair from the fan point of view to, to judge either side on it because obviously if you're, if you're a Penrith player and you look at the Dragons are depleted and you just piled on 10 points when they've only got, you know, they've got a man down, I think you got to, you naturally would relax a little bit. So you'd be like, right, okay, we, you know, we've established a good lead, we've, we've done this. And then the second sin bin, you'd be like, oh man, this is, you know, we're good. You know, this is exactly where you want to be as a team. So they could have relaxed. The Dragons played hard to keep back into it. But ultimately, uh, we won't know exactly what would have happened because there was a decision made which was, I believe, the wrong decision and impacted the, the result of the game. Yeah, it's hard enough to beat anyone with 12 men, let alone uh, the, the Panthers, the mm. Premiers, when you've got 20 minutes of it. Uh, we'll be talking more rugby league in the second hour. We've got Tasha Gale coming up, the former Australian mm. women's rugby league captain. She's a Fox Sports caller. Um, I love her insights into the women's game. The Dragons play the Knights. They're up in Newcastle uh, tomorrow. So that's another big clash after the Dragons just fell short mm. against the Broncos. We'll also be talking NRL with Matt Russell, the captain of Saturdays in the Gong. He's uh, calling some of the NRL W. So we'll be talking to him after 10 o'clock. Now we're going to switch to the football. So last night the Wollongong Wolves took on Sydney FC, a thrilling two-all draw. Nick Littler pinching a point at the end. You were at Wynn Stadium to watch the game. Yeah, I was there last night and it was a great atmosphere. Um, um, you know, the Wolves had put on, it was free to attend for anybody. So great way to start their season as the first home game. And um, look, ultimately coming up against the Sydney FC um, youth team, but ex- were expected to win. But they had five players drop down from the A-League to fill in for that team. So outstanding level of football, probably as good as I've seen. The, the, the field was amazing. We didn't cop any rain last night in Wollongong. Um, good-sized crowd. I, I just thought it was a great spectacle, and both teams played extremely well. So the Wolves got to hold their head up high. I thought they you know, two, they were 2-0 down at halftime, so really up against it in front of a decent home crowd. So for them to fight back and, and steal that point at the end was... Uh, was just a, a good building from them from for the season point of view. And, you know, the FC young guns that were playing, oh, man, they, they looked uh, talented too. But the Wolves held up against it. So all in all, great football game. Yeah, I think that shows the mark of a good team where if you can't win you can get something out of the game and that can really sort of keep that momentum building. The The Wolves are now four points. They've had a win and a loss as well as last night's draw. Sydney FC are obviously unbeaten and it shows the strength of their development pathways that, one, they can drop down some A-League players and mm. shows the standard of the NBL and it's only improving, yeah. uh, but also their, their pathways and the strength of, uh, of Sydney FC in the competition. It shows that they look like they'll be a, a finals force. Yeah, and, it, and I think it's good for everybody to see that, right? So you, you, you want the league... Or everyone around the league to be able to get up and get to that level so uh, I think by having some of the A-League guys drop in and play I think that encourages the guys that are training every day or you know every second day probably for their team to come up against that you want to be able to showcase your own skill against the best and you know I think it's outstanding for the competition to have the Sydney FC boys actually dropping down and playing um, and their youth team pushing so hard to try and find positions for themselves in the A-League. Heaps more sport coming up this morning. NRL in the second hour and NRLW. We're going to be talking uh, women's 
uh, National Basketball League and NBL coming up shortly. But right now, we're going to talk to one of the Saturdays in the Gong family, Christian Zeidler from one agency, Zeidler Waller, a revelation in Wollongong real estate, empowering investors, families, couples and individuals. Good morning to you, Christian. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Ah, good, mate. How are you? It's lovely yeah, uh, well, wet thanks. morning. Oh, it's good to see the rain back. We certainly need it. <laughs> the grass hadn't grown enough at your place, mate. Jeez, uh, oh, I tell you what, yeah. it has been phenomenal, hasn't it? So how does that impact you from your open houses today? Is that going to give you any troubles or are you still seeing that demand, you know, really coming through the door? The demand is still there. So there's still this flow, like the property's come on. They sell, I mean, you could sell every property the first day if you wanted to. Uh, but we like to give people an opportunity to get through them. We hate hearing mm. stories of people saying, oh, I would have paid more than that, but they sold it. Huh. So we, we tend to give them two to three weeks. But in that time, the numbers through opens are still really strong, even in the rain. I mean, the quality goes up, the numbers go down. So the lookers, the next-door neighbours, they won't come through, but the serious buyers are still out there in force. And yeah. I wow. just don't... Everyone asks me, how much longer is this going to go on? I don't know. We've seen some suburbs in Wollongong. We've handled sales. There was one in Avon Parade in Mount Kembla. They bought this house in 2018 for 870000 We sold it at auction for one point three four five. Wow. So there's a $500,000 increase when they bought it for eight eighty. You do the maths. Mm. It's like a 65% increase in less than three years. That's good going, isn't it? It's hard to hard to hard to, hard to be able to predict all those bits and pieces, but hard to fathom that you could make that kind of money on a turnaround in three years, three to four years' time, especially when the market was hot at that time, right? Everyone would have been saying that price would have been, you know, right at the oh, top of the market. Too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Look, look, we've we've had this boom with COVID, but even setting that aside, Illawarra properties on average increase by 65% every 10 years. So that's 6.5% per annum. You add that to your yield, which is your rental yield. I'm reading this morning, we've been uh, circled in one of the Sydney papers this morning, Wollongong units, nearly 4% yield. Um, so it's a go-to, and you know that's just what we need, more people coming down. Yeah. Uh, so if you add your 4% yield with your 6.5% capital growth, there's 10.5% per year. And if you paid a million dollars for the property... It's $100,000 a year you're going to make on that property on average mm. over a 10-year period. Like, it's a great way of making money. And, you, and your trick is not to hold one property. Hold three, four, or five, and that's serious, serious, uh, you know, growth in your wealth. And you talked about the auctions there before. I, I guess um, you've got decisions to make when you're selling properties around uh, going with auctions around uh, other arrangements and, and how they're, they're sold. What's your advice there? It's all about the numbers. We had one actually two weeks ago in Mangadon. We had an offer in writing. We were thinking this thing was worth one two to one two five. We get an offer in writing. A, a guy dropped a contract in the office at one point three. There's a good friend of mine selling. He said to me, "Z, what do I do? I take the money and run." And I said, "Look, uh, your problem is you've got five pre-registered bidders, and they're all talking numbers just under that one three. So I think it goes game day." You should do one three or better. Anyway, a little bit of a gamble, but it's an educated guess. It goes one three six on game day. Right. So an extra 60000 above what he had in his hot hand 
two days before the auction. So every single time we play these things on their own merit, uh, we don't just say, right, you've got auction day and that's it, we're going to do it. Sometimes we sell prior to, sometimes we sell during the auction. Most of the time we do. 90% of them sell during auction for us in the last two years. Uh, but outside of that, if it means going early is the best result, we'll do that too. Yeah, it's a good way of making wealth. And as we said, as you said earlier, they've still got the push coming down from Sydney. So that for people that are interested and, uh, and are thinking about it, it's a good opportunity, especially when that market has sort of, from Sydney point of view, we're still, we would be round about 80% of what the um, medium house price of Sydney is. And is that where, you know, we're still be classed as a good investment? What is that sort of ratio compared to the Sydney medium house oh, um, that we try and what look suburbs. at? Depending on what suburbs, uh, Wollongong's median is 1.1. Uh, Bullies, I was reading, is 1.6. And the further north you go, it's, it's like this cascading ponds. It's the big pond in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, to buy a house anywhere near the beach, you're looking at five, six million. So they look at our northern suburbs and go, oh, three million walking to the beach at Thrill, that's cheap. Mm. Uh, but then people get priced out of that market because these Sydney people coming down flowing into it. So those buyers that were looking in uh, Bulleye, they're coming down to Wanoona, East Coromel. And then that pond fills up as far as affordability goes. And then further south they go. And to the point where you're seeing million-dollar sales in Dapto, which is, mm. you know, if you, you talk to anyone who's lived in Dapto all their life, like a couple of my good friends, it's unbelievable. But it's yeah. just that cascading pond of affordability just, you know, it's, uh, stretching further and further down the coast. Christian, it's always a pleasure, mate. I know you're a very busy man. I'm hoping you uh, stay dry out there today, mate. Thank you for uh, chatting with us again, and we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks so much, gents. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks, E. That was Christian Zeidler, One Agency Zeidler Waller, a revelation in Wollongong real estate, empowering investors, families, couples and individuals. We're going to head to a break. When we come back, WNBL and NBL chat with Sydney Uni Flames, Keely Froling. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.